Okay, we're continuing Derek Hashem, Chelek Dalid, Paragvav, and we're up to Ois Yud Aleph, which in your version should be on page Reish Lamid Beis. So we're talking about the union of Tefillah. Last time we saw some fascinating things about the Seder at Tefillah, how first is Karbanos, is Metar, the world, Pesukah de Zimra's Megala, the R of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, through us recognizing Him. Um, Kriyashma is how we connect. And Birchus Kriyashma is how then we connect from this world up to the Shafa of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And um, the last thing He said in the uh, last ice, the last... Um, Line was So once we made this connection, we prepared ourselves through Karbanas, and then we're Megala the Arpne Hashem through Psuki Zimra. Then we connected through the Birchas Kriyashma and Kriyashma. So now that we have that, now the Shefa could start coming down. We got to bring down the Shefa now, and that he says is what's going to happen with Tvila Shmenasre. So Oisid Aleph is getting, gets a little bit um, above my pay grade, as we'll see. A little hard to understand, but it'll be fascinating to know that this is what we're doing. We're doing big things when we dive in Shemanas, right? But as we'll see, we'll, we'll be able to understand at least a little su- uh, surface. So he says like this, You have to know, that the different types of hashpas that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings to this world, there's three main hashpais, and then anything after that is included in those three. So anything that happens in this world, all the different types of things Hashem does in this world, and He gives us, there are three Iker um, categories. Heim Shloisha, there's three of them. Now, He doesn't say Beferish here what the three are. However, the Mepharshim tell us that they are Chesed, Din, and Rachamim. Chesed, Din, and Rachamim are the three categories that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is mashpi on this world. And they are, there's a remiss to these three and three of the letters of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name. So according to Reb Chaim Friedlander, that's the Yud, the He, and the Vav, the first three letters. And then, So the first three letters are the different Ashpas. But then the last He of Hashem's name, the Yod, then the Zeh, then the Zavav, so the last He of Hashem's name, that is the connector between the first three. In other words, it's not just that Hashem gives Bechesed, or Bedin, or Berachamim, it's all mixed together. The Din, the Rachamim, the Chesed, there's all a mixture. Everything that happens in this world, there's a Chibur between all of those, and that is Nirmaz in the Hei Acharoina, in the Hei Acharoina. I don't, um, I don't know. That's the part that's above my pay grade. On the bottom here, he says, Absolution, Yud is Chesed, Hey is Din, Vav is Rachamim. Um, so Chaim Freelander tries to explain, and he says, I'll just tell you what his words are. He says, Why? Um, he says, um, He says, Hey, second. Says Yod is Miramiz on Midas Hachesed, and the reason is like this. 
He says, because the, the Gemara tells us, Ki Hashem lamim, that Hashem created the two worlds, Eilam Hazen and Eilam Haba, with the name of Yud and Hei, Ka. And the Gemara tells us that Eilam Hazen is the Hei, and Eilam Haba is the Yud. So he says, Yud is Chesed, because that's the Eilam Haba, which is Eilam Haschar. We're going to get schar. It's a chesed. Hashem gives us schar. Really, we're just mishubit to him. He doesn't have to give us schar. So that's chesed. Oilam hazeh is nivra behei. And um, because he says that oilam hazeh is the world of bechira, And therefore you have two choices. If you want, you can pack out. You go straight down the bottom if you want. But the Gemara says, but you're able to come back and do tshuva. That's why there's a little hole at the top that you could come back between the, the, the foot of the hay and the top of the hay, the Gemara says you could climb back in and do tshuva. So he says that's called Olam Shal Din. This, this world is a world of Din. You know, you could do things wrong, you could do things good, you can make choices, that's the world of Din. And the Vav, he says, is like in the middle, between a Yod and a hay is like a Vav. That's a Kavem Tzoy, that's in between the two, that's Midas Harachamim. So, I'm sure you speak to Rabbi Gerson, he'll be able to give you Alpig the guy in Kabbalah's different places, Ramchal in other places, but that's about as far as I, um, as, as far as I get. He says over here also, just say the words, he says from Rabbi guys a Chavar, he says Yud is like, he says the world is made up of all different types of things, but there's three, three general things. Yud is an Akuda, it's like a dot, Vav is a Kav, is a line, and He is a Shetach, it's like a plane. That's the asides of the entire world. Either a dot, a line, or a plane. I don't know what that means, as I state. So, this is the part we have to believe. <laughs> it's the part we have to believe. So, fine. But again, we just have to remember the focus over here. The focus is that we're bringing down Shefa. So if we're setting this up, that there's three main shefas in the world, chesed, din, and rachamim, and bring them all together down to this world with that last hey, there's a chibra of them all, we don't want full din, we don't want full rachamim, not full chesed, that everything's a mix of everything, everything is a mix. So therefore, that is connected, the three names of Hashem, of Hagadol, Hagibar, Vahanoira. Hagadol, Hagibar, Vahanoira, and also there's a lot of, Mefarshim here to try to explain which one matches up to which one, and uh, we'll, we may see a little bit a little bit later. Okay. Now, if you're able to pull them down, and that's what we're doing in Shemun Ezrei, who's Chusam Shal Avram Yitzchak V'Yakov. Avram Yitzchak V'Yakov, the three of us, connected the three Hashboys, connected the three names, those Chusim are what bring down these different Hashboys. But he says a fascinating thing here. So he says, three is nice, but we said that there's the fourth, the last hey of Hashem's name, is the Chibur of all of them together. Right? Avram brings down one Shefa, Yitzchak brings down another Shefa, Yaakov brings down another Shefa. So Chaim Friedlander says, Avram is Chesed, that's an easy one. Yitzchak is Gvura, right? Yitzchak is Gvura, and that's Din. And Yaakov, he says, is Midah Sarachamim. You have to figure out exactly how Yaakov is Midah Sarachamim. Titanemus Yaakov. So it's Midah Sarachamim. Midah Sarachamim, he said, was the middle between Chesed and Din. Then there's Midas Harachamim. That's what we said before. So Yaakov Avinu is called Mimutza Shabavas. He's like the middle. Avram is one extreme, Yitzchak's another extreme. And Yaakov is, that's the Titan Emes for Yaakov. The Emes is that you're going to take Avram's Chesed and uh, Yitzchak's Din and you'll put them together and you'll get that. 
So he says, so we have Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, but we said, you got to bring them all down and be mechaber them all together. He says, that's the schus of David HaMelech Alav HaShalom. What? We find the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin that David said to the Rabbi Shalom, how come in davening we say Alekei Avram, Alekei Yitzchak, Alekei Yaakov, and we don't say Alekei David, right? So um, Hashem answered him because the, the Avis passed test and you didn't pass a test. So he said, test me, and that's a whole, a whole mice over there in the Gemara. So with the Bashev and the whole thing over there. So the mice didn't pass the test. So he wasn't Zaychataka to Ed Sayyidishman Esriel, K. David. But it seems from the Ramchal, and I'm sure this has a source somewhere in, uh, in Chazal, that he's saying that even though Lemaisa, he's not his own independent Hashpa, but he still was able to hook on to the Avais and be Mechaber all of them. He's not going to be Mechadesh a new Shefa. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, each and have their own Shefa. David's not a fourth Shefa, but he's able to connect those three Hashpais. We find it talks about that David is the fourth Nims Miris Yisrael, Alpi Kabbalah, he's the fourth regal of Hashem's Kisei. Hashem's Kisei has four legs to it. We only have three of us. Where's the fourth? David HaMelech. So you see, David HaMelech is Mitztaref. He's not on that level of the Avas. We don't say like, hey, David, but he's still up there in the realm of the Avas Hakdashim, and that is what happens B'schus David HaMelech. So now he continues, and he says, Because there's three different Hashboys, So we have the first three Bachas of Davening are Keneged, these three. So again, he, Rabbi Chaim Freelander says, The Bracha Rishayna is the Bracha of Chesed. Avram is the Midas HaChesed. So that's the first Bracha. The second bracha, which is Gvura, we call it, right? Atagibar, it's the Gvura of Hashem. That's Yitzchak. That's Yitzchak Avinu. And that's uh, Gvura. So now, he says an interesting thing. He says, Lechaira, we said Yitzchak is Din. Okay, so you say Gvura and Din are related to each other, right? But really, not necessarily, right? Just because you're a Gibar doesn't mean that you're doing Din. And if you look at the bracha of Atta Gibar, there's a lot of chesed going on in that bracha. There's rain, there's Tchis HaMesim, there's Raifechaylim. There's a lot of chesed going on in the bracha of Gvura, right? Of Atta Gibar. So he wants to say, Rebchaim Freelander, because the Pshad is, Ezu Gibar HaKaivish Yitzray. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what does it mean HaKadosh Baruch Hu is a Gibar? What's he Kaivish is Yitzray? That means to say, there is a Midas Hadin that says, be very strict, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Kaivish is Yitzray, his Gvura is that he doesn't act with the full strength of Din. That is Ato Gibar. So even though it really ends up the opposite, that it's not a bracha of din, but it's a bracha that's relating to din. It's showing how really there's din in this world, and there's a shefa of din. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sometimes overcomes it, and he doesn't act fully, fully with, um, with, uh, with din. You know, you find like, Bishmol <coughs> Kaingaldo came into the, to the, uh, to the Kaish HaKadoshim, and he says that the Rabbi Nisham told him, give me a bracha. Right, so what did he tell him? Yiratzen sheich b'shirach hamecha, eskascha v'yagay l'rach hamecha midaysecha, v'sisnagim anecha b'midas harachamim v'sikanes lam lifnim mishuras hadin. In other words, the tefillah was that Hakadosh Baruch Hu yich b'shirach hamecha eskascha. That's the gevura of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is that he's koyvish the midas hadin. 
He's kaibish the midas hadin. We find that the other case also it says that the some of the neviim they took out after churba ma'as rishon. They didn't want to say hagiba, right? They didn't want to say hagiba. They didn't say hanayra. Where's the gevura of Hashem? Where's the nayra of Hashem? You have uh, goyim dancing around the Beit Hamikdash. Hashem is a gibar. Until the Anshei Knesset Hagadol came along and said, "No, that's his gevura. That's his gevura. That even though they're dancing around, he doesn't punish them right away. He's not punishing them right away." So this is the world of Yitzchak, the world of Yitzchak of Din, and the fourth bro- and the third bracha I'm sorry is Ata Kadosh, which is referring to. Yaakov Avinu, which is called the Bachar Sheba Avais, because his Mitasei Shleima, all the Tzadik, all the Shvatim, where there were no Rishayim that came out of him, it's called Mitasei Shleima, he's called the choice amongst the Avis, and therefore that's why he's called Kadosh Yisrael, he's the Kedusha, so that is the Yata Kadosh. So that is the first three Brachas are Keneged, the three Avis, which are Keneged, these three Hanagas, and three Hashvais, Uvohem Nimshach Hashef Yayim Bechlalai. So now what happens is, when you dive in the first bracha Shemanesrei, you are bringing down a shefa of chesed b'schus Avram Avinu to the world. And you dive in the second bracha of Shemanesrei, you're bringing down, you're activating b'schus Yitzchak the shefa of Din. And when you bring down, you bring down um, Yaakov Avinu is the, is the, is the shefa of, of Rachamim, right? He's the middle. So he's the shefa of Rachamim, you're bringing it down. And with these these three brachas we have now brought in a general fashion the Hashboi is down to the world. So that's in a general fashion. When you go to the middle brachas, now you go into the more the details. And you go into the pratias of each one. And what you need for pratias is And then you get to the last three. Mishazek very interesting thing. It seems that if you would just do the first three brachas, and you would just do the middle brachas, so you'd bring down to the, the shefa to the world, but it wouldn't be kavua in this world. It would be very temporary. It would be very temporary. The last three brachas, he says, is mischazek umisyashev bamekablim. It becomes strong, and it becomes sitting here amongst us, the mekablim. So you got to bring it down. It's like a balloon. You bring it down. If you don't put it in the ground, you don't stake it down, you weight it down here somehow, it'll fly right back up. It might have ashba while it's here, but somehow through the last three brachas, how do you keep something that's unbelievable? How do you keep bracha in your life? You thank the Rabbi Nishalaylam. How do you keep a shafa in this world? You thank the Rabbi Nishalaylam. That's haidah that we give to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And that really works out because... Could be this has to do with David Amalek. He doesn't say it clear. Rechai <coughs> Freelad on the bottom wants to say that David Amalek is really comes from Yehuda. Yehuda is Leah being Moida Takadish Baruch, Pam Moides Hashem, right? David Amalek constantly being Moida Takadish Baruch. A whole Tilim is about thanking Akadish Baruch. Even when things are bad, he's singing to the Rabbanu Shalom, Hashem Kitoi. So the last three brachas, even though he doesn't say this, but he said in the beginning that we need David HaMelech to be mikasher them. Over here it seems that I'll pee um, through the Haidah, and that could be the schus of David HaMelech, is how we keep these hashboys here. klal kula. And that's what, that's what tefillah does for the, um, that's what tefillah does. So now, last week we saw how 
we connected all the worlds. Now we see how we're bringing down the Shefa. How we're bringing down the Shefa. So he continues and says, V'ulam, so this is works out in the weekday. In the weekday, when we have the middle brachas, so it works out very well. So what happens on Shabbos or on Yontif? Then chachamim were matriachas to daven more than seven. Meaning the middle brachas are not. Um, you know, there should be twelve, right? Uh, what do we have here? Sorry. The regular ways. We have three in the beginning, three in Shabbos, right? Okay, without Lamashidim, six, right, 12 or 13, right? But on Shabbos, all those turn into one. It's one bracha from uh, whatever it is. In Yantiv, it's one bracha, right? See, that we should have to go through all our tzrachim on Shabbos or Yantiv. So he says, that's a very nice thing. But uh, what happened to the Ashvas that we need? What happened to all those things that we need? So he says, And we had this before, really. If you remember, when he talked about what tefillin do for a person, that they're an ice and they bring down a, a certain... The, 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 and, and what they do to a person, they're ma'atr, they crown a person. So he said that, You don't need it. He says, because the Yemei already crowned the person, even more than the tefillin would have done. More than the tefillin would have done. So that's how holy the days are, Shabbos and Yontif. So he says here also, The day has Kedusha and has Bracha, and it helps us bring down the Shefa. So therefore you don't even need to go into details. The whole point of going into detail is because it's not, if you want to bring down the Shefa properly, it's not enough to go through just the general, you got to go into details. But on Shabbos or Yontif, <coughs> when it's such a holy day and it helps in the Shefa, you just have to talk about the Klalim and all the rest falls into place. Behind the Sheva Brachas, Shalash Rishayinus Al Shleisha Sugim, like we said, the three first ones are for the three categories. The Kain, Shalash Achreinus, Kamash Zacharna Lamaila, the last three are the Haidah that keep it here. And what's the middle of them? Al Kalal Kedushas Hayoim, Shetis Chazik Visar Visimshal. All you have to do on Shabbos and Yandif is activate the day's Kedusha. If you activate the day's Kedusha, it pulls down the Shefa. It's like a magnet. It pulls down the Shefa. You don't have to do it yourself. Every other day of the year, you've got to push every button. It's not enough to put out the Klalim there. The Klalim turn on the big machines. Now you want to get the Pratim? You've got to put in B1, B2, A4. You've got to put in exactly what you want in the vending machine, so to speak, for it to come down. On Shabbos, you don't have to do that. You've just got to turn on the electricity. Turn on Kedushas as Shabbos, and the whole thing comes down. Vioizeris. And that helps a person, helps Kla Yisrael to, um, to uh, be mashlim all the pratim that you would have had on a weekday. And he's now, so Chaim Freelander points out, he says, really, it makes a lot of sense. He says, why? He says, because what really is, the, is all the tzrachim that we have in this world, and all the middle brachas we ask for Makadosh Baruch Hu, are really kalim for ruchnias. Right? Why should give parnasa? Should give das? Should give refuah? All these things are kalim. Anything we need in this world is really because we need it to steig in our ruchnis. So he says, if Hakadosh Baruch Hu is going to be mashpia more ruchnis on us, memela we're going to get the kalim too. 
on a regular day is not a Ruchniyastik a day. So you got to ask for all the different vessels, all the different kalim that you need to shtag in Ruchniyast. What if it's a day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, here, I'm pouring Ruchniyast down. So if he's pouring the Ruchniyast down, he's for sure going to give you the things necessary to shtag in that Ruchniyast. So all you have to do is, all you have to do is, you have to activate the Shefa of Ruchniyast. All that is activating Ruchniyast, the Kedusha Sayyayim of Ruchniyast. And included in that is automatically all the tzrachim of Gashmias that are necessary for that. So therefore you don't have to ask for them. They're going to come along. They come as a package deal. Shem gives it without asking because he's giving that ruchnias. So he says we're going to talk about this more a little later. So let's continue a little more. He says, <coughs> How he says, again, this is a little beyond anything I understand, but we'll read through it. And he says, you should know like this, The world's divided up into four different uh, categories. Um, and that is, We have this world, This is something he talked about really earlier in the Sefer that we didn't learn. And that is, this world, has two parts to it. Vinikra Oilam Hagalgalim. And um, that's the world like of the heavens where you have like the uh, all the stars and the moon and all that type of thing. And then and the constellations and Vayasaidi, and then you have this world, the foundation itself of the world, the physical world. That's called the lower world, the world that we live in. So now these two things, the ground that we uh, step on and the moon that we look at and the and everything in the sky is two halves to one world. That's called Oilam Echad. Now above all of this Oilam Azeh, the world of angels. Now what's above the world of angels? We talk about this many times, that anything that's in this world has its roots up in Shemayim. That's that world. The world above Malachim are where all the roots of everything is. All of the Sharashim have everything. So you have something happening in this world because there's a pipeline all the way up through the Olam HaMalachim and it's up there. And there's a lot of open holes up there and that's where Hashem pours the Shefa down. He wants something to exist in this world. He pours the Shefa down. He doesn't want it to exist. He cuts it off and the thing dies down here. We spoke about this many times. Benikra Olam HaKisei. That's the world of Kisei it's called. Uh, why is it called Kisei? I don't know. Um... He has a whole long arichas over here, why it's called Kisei, but that's the root of everything. Now, so what's above that? Yet the top. So where are you at? Yet Hashem. Yet Hashem being Mashpiyah. Over there are all the different Hashpois that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, all the different things that He wants to happen in this world. That's the revelation of His light. Right, he's got to pour the Shefa in. So all that pouring, all that division of the different Ashbais, that's the Rebbeinu Shalom in that top world. Everything is dependent on that. Like we mentioned earlier, he says. Now he points out, he says, He said it's really a borrowed term. 
to say that this top world is called a world, and he's going to explain why. That top world is called the Olam of Godliness, of Hashem. You're going to see, he says, It's really not a good name for it. It doesn't really apply to it. It's very much a borrowed name. Like I'm going to explain. The name Olam works well for the first three Olamas. The top one, which is Hashem, we have nothing else to call it by, so we borrow a name and call it Olam. Now why? And let's just see this paragraph. Vizet. Kine Olam, you know what a wor- the word Olam means? Yikari kibbutz atzamim rabim v'nim tzayim shoyinim b'makam. It's when you gather a bunch of different things into one place. All different things into one place. Mischalkin l'machlokis rabbis. They're divided up into all different divisions. Umisyachim zelazeh b'yichusim shoyinim. But they have some connection to each other. They're different. They're individuals. They're unique. But they have a shaykhus to each other. So, if you put them all in one place, that's called a world. A world is made up of a lot of different things that have some type of connection to each other. And all the other things, he says, whether we're talking about really physical things like our world, we're all physical, we live in a world, or even the world of stars and, and moon and constellations, those are physical things, they're a bunch of different things in a world. Or the world of malachim, of angels. Angels are also a whole bunch of different things, but they're connected to each other. They're angels. So that works well. So he says that's why our world is called an oilam. Why? Like I just said, different physical bodies are all gathered in one place. Or it's the stars and the constellations. And even the world of Malachim is called an Olam. Why? Again, a lot of Malachim together in one place. However, that works, but there's a lot of Malachim up there. In one place, that's a world. What's the world above that? That's where all the Sharashim are. Also, it's a gathering, it's a collection of all different Kaichais. However, when you get to the top world to Hashem, there's no, there's no divisions, there's nothing separate, there's no individuals, it's Hashem. That top world of Hashem's you can't divide that up, it's not angels, it's not people, it's not stars, it's not things that are separate. How are they distinguishable? They are, I'm sorry, they are distinguishable, but all they are are different manifestations of Hashem revealing His face. The division is only in the way we experience it. But up there it's all the same. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, since us, the Mekablim, 
There's all different types of things. There's different sharashim, there's different orders, there's different levels. We experience Hashem's giloy in different fashions. So we call it a world. We say it's the fourth world, the top world above the others. Because when you're going in order, that's really where you reach. Because that's the way it actually goes. And when Hashem pours it down, it goes down from world to world to world. So therefore, it's not really, that top world is not really a world. It's not a world. A world is different things that are put together for and have a shaykhiz. There's nothing different up there. It's Hashem. It's all the same light of Hashem's face. When Hashem wants to show us His face, it manifests itself in the recipients in different ways. Chesed, Din, Rachamin, Parnasa, Refua, Mohammed, Shalom. That's all manifestations of what Hashem wants. But up there, there's nothing different. In other words, for example, let's say, just say a person, right? A person smiles at someone, a person frowns at someone. That's not two different people. It's the same person smiling and frowning. The recipient sees two different things. Sometimes he sees a smile, and this guy sees a frown. But the person's the same. The Rabbi Shalom, all the Ashpais are there, are all the same. So you can't call that an Olam. It's not a world. A world is made up of things that are individually different, and they have some Shaykhs to each other. But not when you have one unit. But the fact is, he says, we experience it in different things. To us, it looks like an Olam, as if there's all different things going on up there. So therefore, we call it an Olam. And since in the order of worlds, that's how it goes, we go up to the Malachim, and the Malachim to the Kisei, and then the Kisei, what gets poured into all those things, are Hashem's Hashba, as He pours them in in all different fashions, but it's all really from the same thing. So we call it an Olam, but the Ramchal says, be very careful. It's not like there's an Olam of Ra up there, there's a good Hashem, a bad Hashem, a smiling Hashem, a happy Hashem, a chesed Hashem, a dinner. No, no, it's all one big Hashem. Don't make that mistake. So we borrowed the term and called it Olam because that's the way we experience. But really it's not. So there are four Olamas and we'll have to continue Bez Hashem next week. We'll Bez Hashem hopefully finish this parak and we'll see where he's going with this and what this has to do with the, uh, with the davening.